Today we have us again. I actually kind of want to talk about the guest thing because oh, okay, sure. Something that has been really cool throughout this experience of this season of just being us has been us being forced to be very honest with where we're at with each other. Yeah. And with you guys, the listeners, the audience, you know, kind of what that looks like. But then in reflection, it gets me really excited because I think I realize through this that we are good at interviews. And I think that yeah. is part of our gifts. And that's it's it's actually fun to reflect on that and realize, like, I miss having guests on. I miss that interaction with them. And I'm excited to do it again. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this has been really clarifying, which is good. It's like, it's almost like a clean slate. Like, this is yeah. how... You know, we intended for us to have our communication, our conversations. We got to flush out some of the things that, you know, we don't get to talk about when we have somebody on the podcast. Yeah. And I think I think moving forward into further seasons, we will have episodes where it's just like us shooting yeah. shit again, you yeah. know, and like kind of catching up and kind of like having different reflections or even having potentially solo episodes in the future. Those I'm excited about, too. Which I'm very excited for you to have a solo episode. Mm -hmm. um, and so anyway, that's just if you are a longtime listener, you know that we've pretty much had guests on for every season, almost every episode. And this season in the 10th season, we've been just the two of us. So anyway, I think that's something when we first got started this season, we didn't know how we were going to feel about, you know, bringing guests back on again and like whatever. And well, I think it's I'm just like we're both such good listeners, which is great. Like I love I love to just like sit down with somebody new that has something that they're really super passionate about yeah. and just hear yeah. what they actually want to tell us I and know. what they actually want to communicate to people. And and it's just so fun. It's so fun to be able to sit there and just pick their brain and then get them excited yeah. about the fact that they're communicating well and that, that what they actually want to be telling us is, is, is coming across. And that to me is just so fun. And, and I think for the both of us, we, we've discovered through this process of just the two of us talking that in a really exciting way, we are in two different places. Mm -hmm. I think, I think for a long time for me, at least I was like, oh yeah, I'm just like following the train and you were kind of on your I'm journey and Am yeah, train? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, you've been, you've, you've led this whole, this whole thing of like, really you've pushed me to open up and to to really look at different perspectives and um reinterpret language and all sorts of things that i don't know that i would have done otherwise and now that we're actually here and we're actually having conversation with just the two of us I'm, it's really coming to my attention that like there are things that we're two different people yeah, yeah we have two different ways that we've um kind of approached our own deconstruction of everything that we came from because we came from similar spaces. So the journey I think looked really similar at first, but yeah, but now it's like a very different, we're, we're in two very different um, seasons yeah. of, of what we believe and how we're interacting with the world and how, the things we're reading and the things we're learning and absorbing. And it's been really fun because I feel like in a way I've pushed outside of my own comfort zone in ways that I let you kind of interpret for me. 
Mm-hmm. I let I let you help me get comfortable with things that I wouldn't necessarily have been comfortable with otherwise. Like what? Just like uh like reinterpreting language that I had used in the past. Like mm. like um I think you brought me into a season of really reclaiming words from being a Christian. Mm-hmm. And having that as my mother tongue and having that as the language that I knew how to speak. And when I was initially deconstructing that, I I lost a lot of that. And I think you helped bridge the gap for me of getting back to, instead of feeling like I chopped a limb off, a language limb, I, I feel like you kind of gave that back to me in a way and I, that I was able to reclaim it because I had seen you do the work and I had seen you... Um, put in the effort to uh, redefine the language that you were using. And so I was able to just readopt it with that, um, with that new understanding. And now I find myself getting into um, listening to podcasts and reading books that use challenging language that I am now finally having to push myself to actually process what makes it, uh, what it what, is that people are saying what makes it challenging. Well, it's, it's just like, for instance, like I was listening to a podcast the other day where, um, this guy, he's like an entrepreneur leadership kind of guy. And it's, it's not that kind of like growth, growth hack mindset. Isn't what I'm listening for. Right. He has certain different, uh, belief systems and things that, that have been really interesting to me. Um, just to see how a different brain works than mine. Yeah. And, uh, he was talking about in one episode that was really, it felt immediately repulsive to me but he was talking about how toxic masculinity isn't real mm-hmm. and how that's not a thing. Okay, and yeah. immediately I was like, wow, you are at, I, you couldn't be further from understanding what people are actually trying to do uh, in the progressive movement of trying to label and name things so that we can actually deal with problems. But the more he was describing it, the more that he was talking about it, it was like, oh, okay, I can see how that's the language that works for you because it's like, he was talking about how you can either be masculine or you can be toxic, but you mm. can't be both as, as, um, somebody who is male in our society. Or do they Though, have to be male or like, well, he was talking about men specifically yeah. in society and the mm-hmm. expectations that are placed on them. Mm-hmm. And I just realized as he was talking that I was like, you know, you're not wrong. It just depends on how you define masculinity. Yeah. And, and it, it, to me, it actually kind of helped me check myself a little bit and say, okay, well, my definition of masculinity is heavily, rev- it heavily uh, revolves around a lot of toxic traits, which makes a lot of sense as to why I would be adverse to trying to take on the, that identity. And so though it was like kind of hard to, to listen hard to. What about it though? Like why, why was it hard for you to listen to Because it? it felt like it was dismissive of something that I know to be very viscerally real. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I have experienced to- toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. And when that was my language, somebody mm-hmm. to say that that's not real was um, an affront to, to the way that I was able to perceive some of the problems that I was right. dealing with. Okay, so it's, again, it goes back to the language. Yeah, it goes back to right. that language. And it goes back to like, Okay, so what is it that people are trying to communicate? It goes exactly. back to like, I feel they, like that's... What are they processing? Yeah. Are they, where are they trying to get to? What are they trying to really say? Exactly. Part of what's interesting about our conversations and like bringing it to the, to the table, to the cameras, to the microphones essentially, is you and I are with each other all the time and we're... Yeah. We're married 
And if, are you, we? if you guys didn't know that, Adam <laughs> and I are actually married. Um, and we are having these conversations in real time in our weeks. And it was actually when Adam brought up this conversation, right, where he he's been listening to this podcast that's been challenging this whatever this person. We were in the car and we had arrived to our destination and everybody else had gone in. <laughs> <laughs> this is something our friends know of us always yeah. at this point. Everybody else had gone in and Adam and I got into this specific conversation. Yeah. I was asking him these questions. We were talking about, you know, um, gender stereotypes and talking about what it is to be a woman what it talks, or what it means to be a woman and be a man and all this different stuff. So anyway, I'll, we can get into that in a second, but I just want to paint this picture real quick. We're sitting there in this in the car. Everyone else had gone in, and my sister comes back out, and she she's like, "Hey, you guys okay?" Because at this point, as far as far as I know, when people when, when a, couple a couple stays in their car when they show up to a place, it's not because they're having a good conversation. Usually, it's because they're like working through something. They're like fighting or something. Right, but not with us. But not with us. No. We just I had to stay in the car because I was like. It's okay. We can go in there in a second. I really want to finish this conversation. So we just yeah. get all hyped up and get really excited. And that's why we started the podcast. Yeah. Because we have these conversations we can't get enough of. Yeah. Well, it's like, and you send me podcasts, like the one right. I was even listening to today. Yeah. That um, it was another one of those ones that it was really hard to listen to at first. They were literally referencing it's, and singing worship songs at the beginning of this episode. Mind you. I know, thankfully, that like a lot of the conversations that they have don't revolve around the problematic Christianity that I left, the evangelical mm. Christianity that we left. Yeah. Um, and so I was already kind of like, I was at least prepped in that way. But to hear it, I was like immediately taken aback. It's like two white blonde girls singing Christian music. And I'm just like, ah, yikes. Uh, <laughs> but it's another one of those things where I was like, okay, I listened 15 minutes more. And really got into some uh, complex conversations about what it means to um, return to spirituality with uh, unity in mind, with universalism in mind, and being able to come back to those things and find um, the nuance, even in specifically in this one, worship songs that have problematic language that revolve around war, that revolve around good and bad, yeah, and you know all that kind of stuff, and it's like at a base level when we were first moving away from our faith it was really hard to hear those that kind of uh dualistic language yeah and and to think that like there's a place past that where it's like it's healthy you can go back and you can listen to these things and you can understand that um even if they didn't intend it that way when they were writing it that Mm -hmm. there there are universal truths that can be communicated without intention um, that can still be really impactful and there can be a reason that you connect to certain things yeah. beyond just um, the literal intention that was um, behind it. Right. I feel like the only podcast I listen to at this point, like there's always a part of a part in it that I'm like, Ugh, I don't know, don't really get that. Or I'm like, at one point that would have bothered me or whatever. Yeah. I'm just, I'm like just so much more open than I've, like really ever, ever, ever been, which has been a really good feeling, especially as I've embraced being mixed 
heritage. I don't know. I think growing up in the the spaces that I grew up in, it's either like you're one or the other. You're either indigenous, you're white, yeah. or you're, you know. I mean, that, that was my experience. But I know other people who are people of color who have had similar experiences. Like whether like people just essentially forcing them to be either black you or have to white pick. or you have, you to, have choose. to choose. Yeah. So my experience now being a mixed heritage culture person, it's, I, I have a lot more grace for the mixed experiences and yeah. for nuance now. Like now I actually find comfort in nuance. Mm-hmm. Whenever I find something that, like aligns with me almost <laughs> that's like the my comfiest place actually yeah because now in a way i'm like polarity seems a little daunting like whenever it's like very dual dualistic or very like yeah it seems a little scary which i know people have to go through those seasons in order to kind of come out the other side mm-hmm. but yeah anyway so the podcast that i've been listening to as well it's like there's always something that I a little bit disagree on. Well, it's like, it's funny because that kind of gives me a new perspective, even on um, like our family that we grew up with. Uh, when they would go to church, they would be like, I kind of want to be a little offended. I kind of want my toes stepped on totally. a little bit by the, by the sermon. Yeah. And like, I know that our perception of what they meant by that was um, almost like self-flagellating, like, Right. Like hurt me a little bit, challenge right. me in a way that kind of makes me feel wrong. And like, right. I need to, you know, but now, I need to, I need to repent. But now I'm like, okay, but that's kind of me. But I kind of get it now. I kind of get in it. In a different be- way. Not in a, not, not in a, not way. in a, not in a masochistic kind of no. way of like wanting to be wrong all the time, but like, or feel like I need to be punished for something because I'm a sinner and I'm awful and I'm terrible and I right. deserve nothing. But like in a way that I want to be challenged, I want to grow and I want to like, I want to establish new ways of thinking. And even as we've been talking, like when we have episodes where we just agree, it's boring. Like I, I'm not interested. You want us to disagree. I no, I don't want us to disagree, <laughs> but I want us to challenge each other. Yeah. And which I think we it, have been lately. Yeah. And I feel like it does go back to the language thing because oftentimes I feel... I feel like we're saying the same thing. Mm. That's kind of, I feel like, been the repetitive theme is that you're like, we disagree here, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, actually, we don't disagree. It's just the language you're using. And then you're like, oh. (laughs) I don't know. I think that's still a disagreement, technically. But for me, I'm like, but we agree on this. Yeah. It's just language. Okay, so all that being said, whenever we were in the car and we were talking about this, Oh, it was such a fun. To, it was such a fun conversation. We're talking about you know a lot of the a big theme of the episodes you've listened to thus far have in this season um, have been around you know feminine energy, masculine energy because that's been a big part of our conversations, and that was an element to to the conversation we had in the car. And the very first, one of the very first big. And or deeper conversations Adam and I really got into when we first started dating was uh, gender stereotypes. And, yeah. you know, because we were very flipped when we first started dating. Yeah. Like, as you very much opposite, imagine. very much opposite of what people like would gender assume. Stereotype. Yeah. 
And so because of that, like we were uh, we were already really passionate about like going against like defying gender stereotypes, whatever. It was very mm-hmm. like um, in a way like a, the, the, the shallow, not shallow, but the surface level of the conversations now that we've been having. Yeah. Um, one of the exciting things that I look forward to with having guests on is talking about topics that we've had kind of in our back pocket that we want someone else to kind of help us. We want them to be more educated on certain things. Because as much as we want to like just throw caution to the wind and we, we will, and we certainly do at times, we also do want to be like aware of our listeners because we are like thankful for the support and the listens but we know that you follow our journeys and who we personally are as well um, yeah. because we see that in the DMs. And so we really appreciate you. Our educational limitations, I think, are are important for us to be able to level with. Right. Which I think is why it's so important for us in, in our growth and in our journey to start bringing on guests again. Exactly. But we are normal people with no specific degree when it comes to like sociopolitical. We're not therapists. We're not doctors. We're not um, social workers. We're not theology majors. Not theology <laughs> majors. Yeah, we don't work at... We Theologians, are, I guess that would be. So to just give it to you straight, we're musicians. Yeah. We are literally musicians. That is... That's that our is qualifications. Our, that is literally our qualifications. <laughs> so, um, and if you're new here, Adam and I met on tour whenever I was doing Christian music. Um, and he was my drummer. Adam is still a drummer. I'm no longer doing music. <laughs> I'm a radio host. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that is our qualifications. So that whenever we say like we want to bring on guests, it's because we, we are just normies and maybe you just want to hear normie people talking, yeah. throwing caution to the wind, which we do frequently. So yeah. So going, <laughs> so going into this conversation. Okay. So we're talking about feminine energy, masculine energy, and in as far as our lives and what we have experience with, we're both cis het people. And yeah. so that is what our conversations reflect. And that's where we're going to be speaking from. We know there's nuance. I literally just said I'm obsessed with nuance. So where you want to find nuance, you put it there. You find it. I can't put it in there for you always. Listener, viewer. That is viewers discretion advice (laughs) (laughs) um okay so just to kind of go into that then when we were talking one of the things that you brought up which i thought was really cool was the physiological aspect of being a woman and what the type of burdens that yeah can bear Let's let's preface that a little bit because we literally went to bed the night before and right. you had just started your period. Yeah. So we were talking about like, holy cow, like you have been doing this <laughs> since every I was month 11. Since you were 11. Yeah. And it's like, that's just, it's something that's so beyond my scope of understanding of having anything. Well, that's, actually it was the night before I started. I had not started my period yet. Right. That's so right. So we were talking about childbirth. Yeah. So we were, so we've been talking a lot about like, we've been talking about pregnancy because we're like, you know, we're five years into being married and you know, at some point we may want to have kids. And so we're in these conversations right now where it's like, that's, that is the bulk of what's leading us in our life and where we want to go and how we're arranging, um, uh, 
uh, our, lives. our lifestyle. Yeah. And so we were talking about this and we we're, I was literally like, since you were 11, every child, mo- there is nothing, there is nothing in my life as a cisgender heterosexual male that happens monthly. Yeah. There's nothing that, there is nothing that influences my life in any significant way that changes the way that I have to operate that, um, that especially as we were talking about with pregnancy, like nine months, like if I decided, if, if I decide I want to have a kid, right, this is the conversation. I just decide. He just, gets I to just decide, say, hey, okay, let's make one. Yeah. You get to just do literally one night of fun things. <laughs> and then <laughs> you get of the, a baby. Yeah, for sure. And none of, and none of the, like, uh, the physical uh, what i would imagine that goes through your mind when we're talking about like let's have a baby is like in 10 months time nine months time uh nine full months time i will have to literally help this thing exit my body right and build and then exit yeah which you know going through all the sickness going through um carrying a baby and having to like deal with all of all of that that it entails, the vitamins, like, making sure your body is a healthy it. place to grow, like <laughs> all those things that I don't even have to think about. Think and about that's, it, you're just like, mind blown. It just like I think about it in in like a I can theorize and I can and I can be sympathetic, but there's I there's no way I can empathize. No, there yeah. never will be. Right. There's no way that I will ever experience that in my life. And then then going back to the having a period to thing it's like i have that every single month i'm i have like four different phases that i go through every single month yeah like my hormones change like four different times it causes you migraines it causes your like any hormonal changes and dips and and explosions it doesn't have to for everyone no for sure but for you it's like i'm just like oh you have a headache well take some medicine and you're like well the problem is it's the hormones that are causing it. So it's like, I don't want to be remedying just the back end of things and solving the symptoms. I want to, you know, help deal with the, the actual cause of something. Hormones. Yeah. So it's like all of these things, all that to preface this conversation, like is completely revolves around the fact that I'm a woman. Yeah. And granted, there's like certain things you can do like birth control that regulate the, your cycle, yeah. but kind of throw your hormones like crazy. But then for me and my personal experience and everybody has their own, but that birth control fucked me up. I did right. it like one time and it was terrible. Yeah. So, so it's like, me. sure. There are, there are things and there are ways that you can like kind of bring it into a little bit more predictable control. But the, the premise of the conversation was based in that. Right. And as I was kind of talking, um, we talk a lot about, uh, with me as I'm trying to develop, um, uh, a healthier understanding of what masculinity means to me. I I'm kind of constantly talking about this pushback that I've always had in my life to be a provider, to be a protector, to be um, like, I want to be care. I want to be taken care of. I want to be cared for. I want to be provided for. I want to be, I want to be protected. And so I've always had this like apprehension to becoming that role because the moment I feel like I become that Mm. is the moment that like, the world's not going to think I need it anymore Mm -hmm. because I can provide it. And so as I was talking through this, I'm like, yeah, but like maybe it's irresponsible of me to try to shed every single um, expectation and burden that I don't want in the name of feminism, in the name of equality, Mm -hmm. in the name of social justice to balance the scales. 
when there are things that are like a physiological effect that that burden women that you can't social justice your way out of like mm-hmm. you can't you can't choose that that's a regressive mindset and just like work your way past it it just doesn't work like that and so it's like that kind of thing that kind of burden that kind of expectation on a woman literally like a a a physiological expectation of a woman your body will your body will change your hormones will change you will become you may become an entirely different person through the course of your pregnancy Mm -hmm. not pregnant not pregnant not right now (laughs) um and that's just something that you can't you can't just change through um a new understanding of how men and women should interact in the world right and so it just kind of brings me to but like that conversation in and of itself is something that we like we've n- we've never really had that no, we've had the like opposite yeah end of that conversation yeah where we're like me saying like i'm in my healthy masculine you're in your healthy feminine and that's all mm-hmm. we all ever need to be because you know we defy gender stereotypes like you know i feel like we were so about that for so long mm-hmm. in our relationship and normalizing that you know what i mean like normalizing the fact that we that we push a lot of boundaries on push boundaries on what it can be and that we don't fit gender stereotypes or whatever or gender role stereotype like between our relationship even and now we're having the other end of the conversation where we're like what does it look like to embody like for me softness and and my feminine energy and feminine qualities and for you masculine and that's why a lot of these conversations have been happening it's because like we've come full circle like yeah. in in a way where it's like i think we want to it's another one of those things we want to reclaim and re-identify the the totally. belief systems that we had started in yeah and we needed distance enough to be able to do it in a healthy way that felt uh approachable so as we're like approaching this conversation i'm just trying to be aware of Again, it's just like a different, it's just a different perspective on my own privilege. And I, I, I'm kind of in conflict wanting to balance this for myself, for the sake of like equality on, on a cultural level. Yeah. But then also being responsible with the fact that like, maybe that's my trade off. Like, mm. I can't change it for you. Like, I can't take that on. I would take it on if I could. Like, you would be the seahorse. I would be, I would be the, I would be your seahorse, but I can't. And so then it's like, maybe it's irresponsible of me to try to rid myself of all of the expectations that I don't feel like fit me, even though it would be. the yeah. masculine energy you're yeah. saying the mass the masculine expectation expectations and it's like that's ha- that's, that's hard for me and yeah. i'm still wrestling with so much of it but like and maybe that's just my limited perspective and mm-hmm. so many people have con- contemplated all of these things mm-hmm. where it's yeah. like uh, they're like uh duh of course like this is the whole idea this is why women need to have their equality and liberation come first. This is why minorities need to have their liberation come first. They have these things that they can't change in the world Mm -hmm. that is going to lead to something for them that is unavoidable. And so me as a straight white dude Mm -hmm. is like, just take a back seat. There's some certain things that I'm going to have to bear. Um, But I want to bear it with... Taking a back seat for you is interesting. You saying that though means 
because it's it's more difficult for you. Yeah. Taking a back seat for you looks like actually taking on more of that masculine responsibility. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. taking a back seat for another man, another white straight guy, d- doesn't necessarily mean the same thing. It might be him taking on more responsibility of helping rearing children and being home and being loving and caretaking. Right. And foregoing some of his uh, career goals. Yeah. You know, like, but but, from- that, but also goes back to your first comment with it, what is toxic masculinity and what's just what's just masculinity and what's just what's toxic. just toxic, right? Exactly, and maybe just everyone's interpretation of like masculinity is just it just looks different based off of like who they are, yeah, and, and femininity as as well. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. But and I think for you, like. When you said that to me, and I and I said this in in the car when we were talking about it, I was like, hearing you say that you recognize the physiological and therefore mental, emotional, and spiritual <laughs> hurdles that I have to I do go through every day, really every month because I'm a woman and there's nothing really I can do about it. I mean, there's things I can technically do, yeah. but there's nothing I can really do while being in my natural state. Yeah. Was like a sigh. Like I felt like a sigh of relief. Like a, hmm. I was just like, wow, that's like so random, but, and you're so supportive and, and caring that it's not like I didn't feel that from you. Yeah. That support. But hearing it verbalized definitely softened me in a really like cool way where I felt like in that moment I felt protected in that Mm. moment I was like oh my gosh I can be fragile like oh my gosh I can just be a puddle like yeah because sometimes I feel that way and it's hard it's hard being a woman (laughs) like it's hard going through what you know we go through on a monthly basis I'm literally on my period right now with a heating pad if you can't tell on the on the big camera And so anyway, hearing you say that and I feel like you wanting protection and wanting to be provided for too. It's like I can be my best self too whenever I feel like we're just both very understanding of we're we're like what we both are dealing with or what we're both up against and what we both are just naturally in a way responsible for. Yeah. Which it seems almost like wrong to say that in today's social justice well even in our own relationship our the the biggest thing that we've always said about each other is that we we've started our relationship with no expectations of each other right right and now we're like okay maybe maybe expectations are healthy to help each other grow right to help each other grow i think that's the key aspect because like we can keep just doing what we're doing but i think again what you said like no matter what i'm going to have the responsibilities that i have because it's out of my control yeah it's in my body part yeah. of that if we want to have kids one day yeah which that's, that's part of the plan for and now so yeah. i have but i'm saying there's nothing i'm doing to stop having a period right so like it's happening yeah it's gonna keep happening to me yeah <laughs> And then one day I'm going to have menopause. <laughs> like, right. Wow, There's, it's, it's just so a great. life. It's a life full of. No, I'm actually really that thankful. process. I love being a woman. Again, put your nuance where it belongs. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, honestly, we've kind of, as we've gone through this season of the podcast where it's just, like, us talking and us, like, finding our revelations for ourselves. Yeah. I feel like we've really expanded each other's minds. Like, I, you had a prophetic dream the other week, a few weeks back, that has completely shifted my understanding of how the whole world works. And I'm still trying to process that. Uh, dreams are crazy. I want to, oh, we should have somebody who like studies dreams or something or sleep. We should have somebody on who. Absolutely. That. that would be really cool. Because it's an air, I don't know much or about it. Or interprets dreams. Well, that one was pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, that one was very <laughs> literal. very literal. Unequivocally <laughs> true. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to tell you guys what that dream was, but I have to wait a couple months. Yeah. Before I do that. But anyway, I really enjoyed this conversation i hope you know i hope you guys enjoyed it too and yeah um i like that we're getting to know each other in this way mm-hmm. and that you're getting to know us um and i feel like we're kind of just letting them in on our actual conversations which is what we wanted to do in the first that place. that is what we wanted to do exactly and so if you guys have enjoyed it if you are into it please share with friends and family it really helps us a yeah. lot um, as right now we don't have guests coming on. And so the listens are just for me and Adam at this point. So if you like what we have to say, help support us by reviewing, sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can always talk to us on, um, on Instagram where deconstruct dot pod and our personals are Lauren Deliri and Adam Frost dot official. Yep. And, uh, Which yeah. always feels like the least official version of an Instagram <laughs> handle, <laughs> but that's fine. That's all right. Um, anyway, so you guys chat with us. Um, if you want to watch us, we're on Spotify and on YouTube. And yeah, thanks for listening. As always, we love you guys. Until next time. Bye.